0: welcome to the sarah centrella show join best-selling author master life coach and manifesting expert sarah centrella as she shares tips tools and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream life it's time to hustle and thrive now here's your
1: host sarah centrella
0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Sarah Centrellis Show. I am really, really looking forward to the conversation that I have planned for you guys today because I'm gonna be chatting uh, with a client of mine, but also a good girlfriend. Um, I love Amanda, and I'm excited that you guys get a chance to uh, hear her story and learn from uh, you know, some of the experience that you've had the last year or kind of two with all the growth that you've had um, applying a lot of the techniques that uh, I've been teaching and, and you've been working on. So welcome to the show, Amanda.
1: Thank you so much, Sarah. I am so excited to be here. I can't even tell you how exciting this is for me. I honestly feel like it's a manifestation in itself. So yes, uh, I love you know, it. I can add that to my list for sure.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I love it when that happens. So let's start a little bit um, and tell a little bit of kind of your backstory. So you and I connected, gosh, two and a half years ago, maybe-ish, like 2018, I feel like, um, when I was doing my... Uh, tour, I think you came to Dallas, right? When I, yeah. So that was like, I did, I did. Yes. Yeah. And I was doing, um, live future board, uh, workshops. That was the first tour that I did and, um, you had come to the event and then also we had a private coaching call. So I got to know a little bit of, um, kind of your story and what some of your goals were and what you had been working on, but share a little bit with us about kind of where you were at, say two and a half years ago, what got you started on uh, the journey you're on now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so I think it was actually the summer of 2018 was when I discovered you. I actually heard about you on Lori Harder's podcast. You were talking about Hustle, Believe, Receive and your message and your backstory. And obviously all of that resonated with me so much. And I bought the book, I think instantly. I think I wasn't even done listening to the podcast (laughs) by the time I bought your book. So, you know, it got delivered a couple of days after that. And during that year, I was on a very heavy, like self-development journey, just trying to figure myself out. I was at a place where like, life is good. Air quotes, life is great right, on the outside, right. on paper. Anybody looking in is like, you have this great job. You have great relationships. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Everything's perfect. What could, what What more could you want? Yeah, but yeah. deep down, I'm like, no, really, there's this void. There's something I keep being being pulled that there's something more in my life that I should be doing something else. And, you know, here comes your yeah. book, Hustle, you receive. And it hit me like a stack of bricks. <laughs> like yeah. I yeah. read the entire book in an entire weekend, did all of the, all of the homework in like a week. Yeah. And I can honestly say that my life is completely different now than it was two and a half years ago. And I know you and I have talked about that through and through yeah. in our coaching one-on-one and it's, it has been, a complete 180 from where my life was and even just meeting you in person at the future boards event like that was a manifestation and that free coaching call that you mentioned yeah. that was i think it was that was our first interaction and actually oh, won that yeah. one of your contests yeah, yeah. Which i manifested i went and yep. looked back in my journal and i actually wrote down that i wanted to have a a coaching call with you so cool and just yeah, it's so cool. Well, people always say really like, whenever
0: I offer those as, as, because I do listeners, if you follow me on Instagram, I always throw up kind of uh, spur of the moment contests. Um, and the one hour coaching call is, is one I save for kind of uh, special occasions or for workshops and things like that. And people are kind of like, Oh, what can you really get done in, in one hour? And I can literally think of pretty much everyone that I've given that one hour to and how crazy, and and I don't take that on, you know, as something for myself and just, it's crazy how much you really can dig in and kind of break through some of the things that were holding you back in a short amount of time. If you're kind of like ripe and ready for it, which you were, like you had done the work, you were super open and receptive to um, where the push points were to, to kind of push through. So take us a little bit into what some of those you know, dreams were for you back then when you very first kind of started identifying all right, great. I've, you know, accomplished all the things I wanted to, you know, accomplish on paper. I have the great job. We have, you know, all these great things. You're married. You, you know, have a wonderful marriage, things like that. But there was that more. So, what was that more for you? And, and how did you go about kind of identifying? what that was i mean that's really kind of a lot of the work that you did right
1: yeah absolutely and it's twofold there were two big dreams on my heart and one i know i've talked to you at length about through our one-on-one coaching and it was creating the tribe of women that i wanted in my life and yes i i've always had great friendships and that particular time in my life i wanted to cultivate the exact tribe of women that i wanted and through the homework through getting my life plan down and just dreaming about what does that group look like? You know, how how do I feel when I'm with them? How do they make me feel? How do I make them feel? How do we grow together? You know, all the things that people think about when they're like, I want this badass group of women, you know, in my life. And I had thought about that and basically journaled about it, done all the homework that you suggested for years and i was very intentional about those women and it wasn't till last year so we're you know two years into it before i finally developed the actual tribe that i wanted but in the end of the day i ended up handpicking them and it, the way that they serendip- serendipitously came into my life i can't even believe how it happened and now when i go back and read like my my life plan and all of that literally the tribe i have now is the tribe that i described two years ago
0: oh my god i love that so much because and I know a lot of women can relate. You and I have talked a lot about it. We talk about it in a uh, coaching circle a lot. It's so hard as a grown ass woman, <laughs> you know, to find women who are on a similar path. And, and lots of us have, you know, friendships we've had our whole life, maybe from college or childhood or whatever. And th- those are amazing friendships, right? But there's a, a big difference between that most of the time there is versus kind of, the friends you handpick that are like-minded that you can have these type of conversations with, because trust me, I cannot have this conversation with a lot of people I know in my life, or even am close to in my life. They just are not on this path. Right. Um, And so I think, I think a lot of women kind of like yearn for that as you did. And, you know, I know I have as well, where it's like, I wish I could, you know, surround myself with women who have a purpose, who have a mission, who um, are driven and focused and, oh yeah, want to also make their life better and become the best version of themselves. It feels almost like pie in the sky, like where do you get that? So tell us a little bit about how you created the tribe that you have now, how you kind of handpicked them and and you know, what what are some tips maybe um that the women listening could also do to to start to get their crew together?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you, you know, you you definitely hit it spot on, right? Like I so many women feel that they it's so hard to connect with other women. You know, as adults, how do we even find friends? <laughs> get alone like the friends of our dreams. Like, how do we want that? How do we build that? And what I've been able to create with this tribe is a true reflection of putting together the intention um, of how I wanted our friendship to be how I wanted us to show up. And we're basically now we're a walking testament of how you can transcend past all that surface level friendship, you know, surface level crap, and you can create a real lasting connection that can build a complete support system that pushes you to be the best version of yourself that you can strive to reach your highest potential, like all of those things. Um, You know, and, and when I sat down and thought about this, you kind of mentioned it, you know, I wanted women who were just like me. It's like, yeah, on paper, we look like we have all, all we check all the boxes, but we have these super high ambitions. We right. want to thrive in our lives, but we want to also thrive with other women. We want to be able to link arms because we yeah. know that that's how we're going to grow. That's how we're going to succeed. And we want that. Right. And it was uh, actually kind of funny. So at your women's empowerment dinner in Portland, so the very last right. one that you had, I actually met, two of the women that at the time had no idea that they were going to be in my tribe. Yeah, and I mean, you didn't know them before
0: that event. You met at the event, right? Um, And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but are some of the other women in there, were they total strangers too? I mean, because the women that you met at the event, you know, it's a great event. We were there for maybe three hours. It wasn't like it was a whole weekend thing where you get like all this kind of one-on-one time to get to know someone. We had literally like 15 minutes of mixer questions (laughs) to like, introduce the women. That was, that was about the extent of it. So you did what a lot of women feel they probably can't do, which is take a quick little interaction like that, you know, introduction or a meeting where you're like, Oh, she was kind of cool. You know, maybe I want to like get to know her a little bit more. And you actually did it. (laughs) Most women will just be like, oh, you know, I wish we had longer to do our little interaction chat, but oh well. Um, So what is that? Is that something that you feel is just like innate in you? But I guess then the other women would have to have have that as well. So maybe what are some, you know, some tips for women who feel like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could build a friendship with a total stranger.
1: Yeah, it's so funny. So yes, they were all total strangers. And actually, the obviously, like I said, I met two of the women at your event. But the fourth one who's in our group was a complete virtual stranger. I had no idea who she was. I had seen her through somebody else's profile. And she looked like a cool chick. Like, you know, I was like, I want to be friends with her. And it, to your point, it does take a lot of courage to put yourself out there. And I think, you know, you talk about following opportunities a lot. And I, I took that to heart. And that is something that I have lived ever since I, you know, I learned that through hustle, believe, receive is, Things will come up in an opportunity. You put it out there, but you still have to do the work. You know, so I knew that like, yeah, there'd be people that I want to connect with that it's not going to be their vibe. They're not going to want it. And that's okay. I'm looking for the women who are on the same level as me that want the same thing. You know, we're all at the same place at the same time, which can seem daunting and, and overwhelming. But I promise you, like if it's on your heart and you put it out there, you know, I mean, the, the woman that I didn't know, I cold called message, what cold called, I messaged yeah. her on so LinkedIn. sales. In sales. That's how we're always
0: like referring to everything. We cold call in sales, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. just reached out to her, just totally cold. She didn't know you from Adam.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I explained to her what I was trying to do, that I was trying to bring this group of women together and I thought she would be a perfect fit. And thank goodness she was completely receptive to it. And, you know, after we had some conversations now that I've known her for a little over a year now, she was like, it was exactly what I needed. I just didn't know that I needed it until you presented the opportunity to me.
0: She manifested it (laughs) right. The same way that all of you guys have But Um, so right, right around the time, um, maybe a little bit after you had created this group of women COVID hit. (laughs) So like, even though you're not in the same location, right. With any of these women, they're across the country and things like that. Um, you really were, you know, not in a position to be able to get together. So how did you build those true and genuine friendships? And then you guys, I think have met, right? You've met in person, you met everyone in person. So you've kind of done a good mix of those things. So talk to us about the type of, um, effort that it takes and the action, I guess, that it takes to build something like that. Like you're literally your girl squad.
1: Literally. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And I did it right when COVID was breaking out. So it wasn't (laughs) like we had a precursor where we all got together before that, like, no, 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 literally yeah. this kicked off in like March of last year. So right when COVID it was breaking out in 2020 and we met every other week virtually and we all just committed to it. And I think that's, that's something that it takes. If it's for something sure. that you truly really want and you preach this day in and day out, it's like, if you want something, you hustle for it, you work for it. And we all wanted it. So we made it work.
0: That's so amazing. What um, you know, I think a lot of people by nature, are kind of, okay, cool. Well, what's in it for me? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'll show up. But like, how did you overcome that? Or did you? Or was it just, you know, everyone was kind of at the right place, the right time? I mean, that's what manifesting is, right? It's like you put the work in and then boom, the, the timing lines up and the how kind of lines up.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting. So it's like, yes, we all manifested that. We were all kind of on the same path, but we were all at a different place and Mm -hmm. we all hit differently throughout the course of last year on our bi-weekly meetings. You know, there were surprisingly for complete strangers coming together virtually, there were, we have had conversations in that group before we had ever met in person that are deeper than conversations with people that I've known for 15, 20 years. Wow. There are tears. I mean, people, we. We talk about things that are so deep on on our soul and on our mind and tears, <laughs> laughter, yeah. you know, all the things. And when we finally got a chance to all be together in person just last month, it so cool. it was like we had been friends for 25 years. Oh, it was just like love that. right back up where we left off. It was the most beautiful thing yeah. to experience. Ah, it was really like that. a dream come true.
0: It really it, you know, for for any women out there listening, I think um because I hear this a lot, so I don't think I know, (laughs) and I know that I've, I've felt this way as well. When you don't have a group of close girlfriends that you feel like you can have those conversations with, you can be totally real with, they can see your ugly side, your good side, you know, whatever. Um, It's a void, right? Like it just is a void in your life. And the amount of of laughter that comes with having a set of girlfriends versus like not having that in your life is dramatic. I feel like, you know, how many opportunities do you really get to totally, you know, not just be yourself, but have joy, have like laughter, happiness, all of those kind of emotions that you just don't get in anything else. So I'm hoping, um, that listeners, if, regardless, I guess, you know, if you find yourself in a position where you don't have that, or maybe you have one or two and you want to grow that. Um, I think a lot of the tips that you're sharing, you know, Amanda are anyone could use them, right. Uh, to start building their tribe. Did you have any type of like list in mind of qualities you were looking for or anything like that?
1: Um, not really, not really. Um, But I think to your point, what you were just saying, it's very interesting to me, I actually we my tribe just had a virtual call earlier today. And I was thinking about the person I was last year when we first started versus the person I am now, it's completely different. So like hearing, spilling my heart out, basically, and getting my soul just exposed, which being vulnerable I think that's a big key, just learning to be vulnerable was so hard for me. But these women helped me learn to be vulnerable. And now, because of that, not only am I deeper with them, but I'm deeper with myself. I know who I am as a person. I feel so confident with who I am.
0: Yeah, like solid in who you are. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And show up completely fully as I am now. And so thankful for that.
0: I love that so much. So a couple other things that uh, you have manifested in the last two or so years. So you and I worked together one-on-one last fall, um, right? So ended up November-ish. Um, so for a couple months in the fall and you had take you got a great new job. Um, you, you're in the corporate world as I was before I started this. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what some of those goals were um, and maybe what you were looking to do or to accomplish um, back then and where it is now.
1: Yeah, so I was very thankful, got a a great new corporate job as COVID was breaking out ironically, um, but through some of the work that we had done prior to that, I got very clear on what do I even want? What is the type of life that I want? What type of environment do I want? What type of job do I want? Who do I want to work for? What type of company? What kind of people do I want to surround myself with? What kind of money do I want to make? all of those things are so, so important to get get clarity on, right? And It's all like in line with what my dream life, what I envision my dream life is going to be, right? you know, and just laying all those stepping stones to get there. Um, but what's interesting is, yes, so I got this great new job, like things are good there, but I still had this void. You know, I started going back to 2018 where I was like, man, I still have this there's still something weighing on my heart. I don't know what it is. And multiple times through us working together, I just always kept journaling about, you know, I, I want to have a company or an organization where I empower women. It always just kept coming back to empowering women and creating tribe and creating a safe space for women so that they can feel confident and, and comfortable and bold and just be, you know, all the things that I have developed <laughs> over our time I, working. Together, yeah. I wanted every other woman to be able to feel all of those things too. Yeah. And so it, it, it it was very interesting how it all came out. We had created you and I a, a hustle list for what what my dream life was going to be like. And one of the things that we had put on there, we always you know joke around that like I'm I'm on the path to CEO, like that's my job, yeah. you know, my corporate path here. But I also have this this side pull on my heart, like I said. Um, and we had talked about okay, you need to put something on your hustle list that represents this this pull that's on your heart that okay. represents getting more involved with women's empowerment organizations, maybe, you know, hooking up with a board of director positions or, you know, things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. and I, we're, stepping into that, Yeah.
0: Stepping into that,
1: that role in, in yeah. any
0: capacity. That was, I think the key is, well, can we back up just a little bit here? Because, um, when you were talking about even career goals and you have a great job, it was a big promotion from where you were at before being a woman in corporate sales is tough as it is, you know, we're like maybe one in 30, if I don't even know what the stats are, but you know, it's pretty rare. It's rare to kind of climb the ladder, but I remember a moment where we were talking about what the next level is. Can you, do you remember, do you know what I'm talking about here? When Speaking of CEO stuff, do you remember when you had like that moment of, oh shit. Like, could I be that? <laughs> because I think you know a lot of us are like that. We're in a role, especially one that maybe is new to us, that was a promotion, that all we're trying to do is be really good at that and kind of step up almost to what's on our plate. Um, I mean, that definitely happened to me in, in my corporate career when I you know got a promotion that I felt was way over my head. So I was trying to catch up almost to kind of my promotion and my title the thought of going beyond that had not even crossed my mind, right? Like, I'm like, I just want to be good at at what I'm doing. So do you kind of remember what you had, like a breakthrough, uh, one of those days where, where all limits were gone, right?
1: Yes. I I remember it, it so vividly too, because we, we were always talking about, oh, Amanda, you're such an executor. You're such an executor. Like, I don't understand why you don't see this. And I'm like, I would always resist it. And, and yeah. every time you brought it up, I'm like, no, 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 that's not me. That's not who I am. Like, I'm just trying to survive where I'm at right now. Yeah. What is next level? I don't even know what that is. And you know, you helped open my mind up to why are you limiting yourself? Why are you stopping yourself short? Like Amanda, you have so many great gifts. I don't know why you don't see it, but you have all these things, all these traits that equate up to this great leader that you can yeah. be, whether that's where you're at right now or whether it's something else. And Amanda, I don't know why you're not shooting for the top. Exactly. The I'm like, I'm like, like, hello,
0: why not CEO? And I remember it was like dead silent. It was one of those moments where it's like, uh oh. <laughs> you know. And so I, I just think it's so beautiful that, you know, you mentioned it a second ago, like it's nothing, because that just shows the growth. And this was this was in the fall, right? So, like the first time you think of something scary, which in that conversation when when I'm like, how about you be the CEO? And you're like, whoa, (laughs) like I'm trying to do this right now. Right. And then all of a sudden it just, it just broke that ceiling in your mind to a place where like, you never go back from that. It was like, from that moment on, you're like, yep, I'm on the path to be a CEO. And now it, you know, it doesn't even feel strange at all to say, I mean, clear, you know, like maybe tell us a little bit about that because I'm always preaching that all the time to people. Your dreams should scare you, but the minute you kind of get moving on them, sometimes even just owning them, saying them out loud, kind of like we did in that call, then the rest is history, right? Then it's just a matter of A, timing, B, hustle, opportunity, logistics, just basic shit that we all know how to do. We've done it in other things in our life. We can do it at the next level, right? We just think we can't. And so I, I just love how that has just, so dramatically changed in such a short period of
1: time. What do you well, think? I'm so that glad that you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I realize now that I did kind of gloss over it because now it has become so you don't common. even think about it. it yeah. <laughs> even just you know, three, four, five months, like it's so commonplace to me now. It's so crazy. I actually share that with people in my corporate career, colleagues, industry people that I know. And they're like, Of course, Amanda, you're gonna be the CEO. Yep. We had no, no doubt that, yeah. that was on that was your path. You just didn't know it. Yeah. Now that my eyes are open to that, it's amazing. Yeah.
0: You're like the rest of history. So one of the things that I would love for us to chat about, because I think you did this just brilliantly um, and you you gave our coaching circle the idea. And so a lot of the ladies in there have done it too. So I've, I've watched it um, help more that, you know, like uh, more of us women, which was really identifying the things that you are good at. And ladies, if you're listening, you got to know what you're good at. You've, you've got to, we can list off all the things that we're terrible at, right. At the top of our head, we know what our weaknesses are. Um, you know, sometimes we're just like, Oh yeah, that's just like how I am. I suck at this, that, or the other thing. But do you know your strengths that well? Can you list your strengths off? Can you just fire them away? And can you build your confidence through those strengths. Right. So for instance, you know, when you and I were working together and you were in a new role, a big role with lots of expectation, right. I think that was kind of one of the first things that we worked on is I was like, Hey, let's go right to your strengths. Tell me what you kill at. Tell me what you crush at. Tell me what, you know, you can walk into a boardroom and have a conversation with the CEO and be like these three things, you can count on me day in and out. I'm, I'm never going to fuck this part up. Right. Um, and I remember you, you were kind of like, huh. (laughs) And I was like, all right, well, I can list like 10 for you right now. Right. You know, and one of them was you execute like crazy. Like if you, you know, have the inspiration to do something or, Even the task, if you know what to do, it's kind of game over. So that was kind of one I remember just came right, you know, to the top of my, the other one was you are so good at relationships. And this was even, um, you know, while you were still building your crew, your dream, dream crew. So tell us a little bit about what that process was like, what you did, what you learned about yourself through that, and then kind of how it did affect maybe your confidence or even job performance.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I want everybody who's listening to know that like the place that I was that Sarah's talking about, I could have cried like on that call when she was like, Tell me some of your strengths. Uh I don't have any. <laughs> it's you know, it's kind of this deer in the headlights. It's like, what do you mean strengths? I can tell you what I'm not good at. You want to start there? And it's like, no, no, no. We want to hear who are you? What do you have to offer? Like, what is your value proposition? And we had, uh, you know, this ties right in line with like building relationships, which is one of my key strengths. So the fact that I couldn't even like rattle that one off the top of my head, but it's so apparent to everybody else. Right. It didn't even come to, I was like, wait a
0: second. I know that people give you that feedback all the time. So that was kind of where we very first started And, and ladies listening, whoever's listening, that's where you can start, right. Is, is to say, Hey, what are people always saying about me? right? Like what are they? and most of the time they'll, they'll tell you, they're like, oh, you're so great at that. Or, oh, you always connect everybody or whatever. Pay attention, listen.
1: <laughs> yeah, pay attention and take it one step further. So something that I ended up doing that Sarah alluded to that I helped some of the women in the coaching circle was telling them, okay, if you don't know your strengths, if you want help, use the people who are closest to you, the people you respect, the people, you know, and I drafted five or six questions that I wanted that I wanted to know about myself that I had a difficult time answering. And I literally handpicked five or 10 women in my network and sent them an email and said, hey, you know, I'm really on this self-development journey. I've been working with Sarah Centrella a lot. One of the activities she suggested I do is reach out to my network and help, you know, get some feedback here. And I literally, in questions, what do you see as my big, you know, what is my value proposition? What do you see as my biggest strength? What do you see as my weakness? What do I bring to our relationship? You know, I mean, I've done this exercise two or three times now. And I will tell you, not only is it completely eye-opening to see how other people view you, but it really hits you hard when you see that you don't value yourself or that maybe you don't let yourself thrive as much as you, you don't own who you are. Yeah. And that's, you know, going yeah. through that exercise and I actually keep it all on a spreadsheet now. So if I'm ever feeling down or I'm not confident or I'm kind of shaky, I pull up this document and I see everybody's answers and am like, it just brings me right back to, you are a badass. You can execute. You were yeah, good at this and this and this.
0: That. And this is legitimately how yeah. people see you. Like the people you interact with. I think you even went to some former bosses, right? Or some other people that you had worked. With. So you were getting, a. this is what I love about you. You truly are an executor. You're like, okay, I want a broad spectrum of answers, right? Which is great. You didn't just go to your family or your mom or whatever. You know, like you really picked a, a pool of lots of different people in your life who would know different parts about you. So what was, what came back, first of all, did similar things, like did people in this varied kind of group you're pulling come up with similar things? Mind you, they didn't know each other and they didn't, you know, whatever. So this was very independent on their part. Um, What were some of those similar things they pulled up and did they pull up stuff that you'd never thought about?
1: Yes. Well, like how you mentioned right off the bat that I'm such an executor, I would have never claimed myself as that. That was a reoccurring theme with every single person that I reached out with. And like what you were saying, like some of the people that I reached out to, I wasn't necessarily close with, but I respected and valued their opinion. I'm talking about leaders in my industry, like Sarah said, old bosses. Um, but yes, there were reoccurring themes like that I have a contagious enthusiasm. You know, yeah. the execution is one that. of my biggest strengths. Yeah. Um, and and every single person hit on the fact that I can develop a relationship better than anybody they've ever seen before,
0: which is just incredible. And, and how incredible for you to know that now, which is, I think that is the beautiful part you guys. So, you know, you can go through an exercise like that, which is really scary. I mean, you were putting yourself out there in a very vulnerable way, right. Um, you know, reaching out asking for these answers, uh, and going outside of a comfort zone to even do that, then we have to be open to whatever the feedback is, which is also kind of scary. You're kind of like, oh, you know, what am I gonna what am I gonna learn about myself, right? Um, but then to come out on the other side of that, and it's so funny because all the things you just mentioned, you know, like the ability to execute, the ability to get things done, the ability to hustle, the ability to show enthusiasm and, and really build lasting, meaningful relationships, even with your clients, which that is a skill many people don't have, right? Um, Those are all things, as I'm looking at you now, you completely own, like, as part of your DNA. You know, like, it's part of the definition of who Amanda is. But to think that a year ago, if I had, you know, asked you, who are you? Give me, give me your, give me your top five strengths. Tell me, tell me what you bring to the table. Isn't that crazy? Like, that's how fast we can change and like move into this you know new us as we as we grow it's just mind blowing to me
1: yeah absolutely and now like if you ask me i could rattle 25 30 things in fact i have it in a workbook <laughs> <laughs> i like it.
0: it to my spreadsheet
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know everybody thinks i'm a super nerd cuz so i'm like i have everything in spreadsheets but i love it that's part of your
0: execution skill right so so the difference though in that is is massive because when you can go into those meetings and and as a CEO in training, we'll say, right, because that's your path, that's your next path. So it's all about like everything you're learning now is going to prep you to be the best CEO when that opportunity shows up. Um, so knowing these things really does make such a difference when you walk into a meeting. Like you know what you're good at. You know that if you're given a task, even if you have no idea how to do it, you know that because execution is your skill, you can and will figure it out so you can be confident. And, you know, ladies, listeners, that is everything. If you don't know what those are, then we do feel overwhelmed. We do feel like we're in over our head a lot of times when maybe we're not. We just don't kind of know what our strength is, because if you know those, you can focus on that, you can lead with those, right? Lead with those and focus on those. And then the rest of it, you can fill in as you go. I mean, how has that really kind of changed your interactions and just who you are?
1: Oh my, it's totally different. And one of the things that, that that came about that activity of reaching out to people is understanding and owning the fact that like, I make others feel comfortable. Because I'm so open and I'm so enthusiastic and I kind of put myself out there, it allows other people to feel comfortable doing the same, which is how I can develop relationships really, really quickly. But it helped me working with you to understand that that is my strength. And I used to get so hung up on thinking that I had to know all the answers that right. I had to know exactly what right. to do all the time, that I had to be able to speak very technically. About everything. About everything, oh, right? And like, yeah, that's the that's difference. impossible. That's the impossible. Difference. And like, now that I know that like, I'm the connector, I'm the one who develops the relationship. It's not my job to deliver that information, but I connect the people that I know who do know that information yeah. to this other person. And that has been game changing for me.
0: Oh my God. Right there, you guys is why you need to know your strengths, right? Because I just want to reiterate that point. That's so huge, because whether it's business, whether it's new friendships, kind of whatever situation you find yourself in, if you feel like you need to know it all and you have to be the expert across the board, and otherwise you're going to be put out on blast if you don't know something and whatever. And we've all been in those situations, right? We've all felt like that. Um, It's it's anxiety building. (laughs) It's stress building. Like it does not feel good, and you always feel like. God, am I behind the eight ball and everyone else knows more than me? Whatever, it's just a shit show, right? It can be. So the difference in that versus knowing what you lead with and knowing what your strengths are means that you bring that to the table in such a way that that is highlighted and the rest is not a big deal. Like you don't have to be the freaking technical engineer. Guess what? That's not your job description. Guess what? That's why the company has them, right? You bring them in. And in the meantime, you quarterback the, the relationship. And so that just changes everything from a business standpoint. And I know that firsthand because, you know, that was the same position I was in. And I, I felt that way too. I felt like I should know everything. And as soon as I realized, no, relationships is my thing as well. Then I actually don't have know how, don't have to know shit about the product, really. If I can build a relationship that all this, the rest of the team knows how to do the pieces I don't, then I'm doing my job, right? And it's just, I think it's an incredible thing that that has diverse effects throughout your life. So if you're listening to this, <laughs> what should they do? I mean, I know they should sit down and I forget even what we did. Did you sit down and just start writing what some of your strengths were brainstorming first and then do you reach out?
1: Yeah. So the same exact questions that I sent to people on my network, I made myself answer them as well about myself. Mm. That was extremely powerful because then you have that reflection to look back on and then you can, you know, you can kind of piece it together there. But yeah, I mean, before you even do anything like that, I definitely recommend somebody setting a, a timer for like 10, 15 minutes and just floodgate everything. And, you know, and if, if, if you're having trouble, even getting started there, start with, the I am statements, start with a yeah. gratitude list, start with a dream list. Like you always talk about, you know, get your brain, your brain primed and yeah. prepped, to, you know, so where you're feeling good and you're feeling excited. Okay. Now let me talk about myself. What am I good at? Yeah, What are my strengths? And
0: you can sit there and, and you know, you can ask yourself a varied questions, things like, what do people usually compliment me on or comment about, that's a great place to kind of start. And what do people normally like say to my face or that I kind of hear um, that's positive. What, whenever I've really succeeded kind of what was coming up then, I think that's a a good question too. Like um, if I've accomplished something big, what was it about that that made me do that? Did I feel confident in that? Whatever that skill was, whether it was following through or figuring it out or whatever. or maybe it's just reaching out and building the right team. I think that is an amazing skill that a lot of people don't have, right? And kind of understanding where others bring strength that, you know, those are weaknesses you don't have to fill. Like we said, you don't have to be an engineer. That's never something that you have to become. So um, so I love that. Uh, then I want to talk about one of the big manifestations um, that is in progress for you right now, which was when we were working together, you were... Um, one of the big things like you've alluded to before was like, I want to connect with women. I want to help women. I want to, um, empower them and how, right. That was a big question that is, is a common question. I get it all the time where people are like, I have this desire of X, Y, Z, but what is X, (laughs) Y, Z? Like, How do I get there? And we, and I kept on just saying, which is what I always say, do the work do the work, just do the work, it like stacks on itself. It builds to the point where the manifestation will come in the form of an idea or an opportunity, right? The how. And, and so if you are doing your job, which is to dream of you know, a position or um, even just a day when you are impacting women, what are you doing? How does that feel? All of those types of things it's kind of the place you always go back to then like you said it primes it right it primes it for that opportunity to, get, to come through so walk us through um a little bit of that process because you had uh, you know great ideas like ideas were just popping off popping off popping off right um and you were following them through which is totally part of the process we have to kind of flush things out a little bit to see Hey, what what feels good? What looks good? So walk us through that, and then to now. I know you you're doing something very exciting um, that really is kind of the full circle of that manifestation.
1: Yeah, and it's so funny to hear you describe my transition through all of that because you know now that I'm on the other side of it, it sometimes it's it's easy to forget yeah. what happened oh, yeah. and what got you there. Yeah. And yeah, in the beginning, like two and a half years ago, when I started doing all this work, I was so stuck just trying to figure out what do I even want to do? Like what fills me up? And, you know, I I kept coming back to, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what it looks like, but I know that I want to be impacting women. I know I want to, you know, make their lives better, help them live their best lives, help them build confidence, do all these different things. But I didn't know how I was going to do that. And so just over the course of us working together, ideas, like, as you said, would come to me and I would flush them out. I'd follow through with them and, you know, they didn't necessarily lead to what I thought they would, but did they or but did they not?
0: Yeah, that's the crazy part is so many so many times people get really stuck on the specifics of whatever idea it is and they're like, oh if that if I decided I didn't like it or if it didn't pan out the way, then I failed and oh, they get all so caught up in that bullshit. Right. And you you really can't if you're following the HBR method you understand that the ideas are the process that starts to get everything going and you following through by doing your hustle list, by flushing it out, by f- you know figuring out what next steps were, by executing on those next steps, all of that gets you ultimate clarity. All of that flushes the whole process out, right? And gets you to a place where you're ultimate res- ultimately receptive to the opportunity, so the first, your first, part of that whole journey was an idea right so you had an idea to create um you know a way for women to connect which was all the things you loved right and then through that process of flushing that out and getting that clarity it led to an opportunity right so those those two things happen so often tell us a little bit about the opportunity
1: yeah, and it's funny that you say that because um thinking about the clarity of it when I would explain it to somebody else, they would they would say, Amanda, I don't know, that sounds pretty clear to me. I don't know. What else you, and even you, like laughing about it now, you're yeah. like, Amanda, I mean, that sounds yeah, pretty You big. have the execution down. You have the whole business plan. <laughs> I mean, like, you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and and I knew that everything either comes from an idea or an opportunity, and I had recently been reconnected with um, a woman in my past who was also very passionate about empowering women and, and coaching them and help them to get to the next level, and we ended up reconnecting. And funny enough, I became an advisory board member of this organization that was she started And through that, listening to like the mission and the vision and all of that, I was like, wait a minute, Amanda, this is literally all of the things that you had been journaling about for the past two and a half years. What are you doing just sitting on the sideline of this? And, you know, I did something super bold and I I messaged her and said, Hey, look, I have this idea. It's kind of radical. I don't know if you'll be open to it, but it's on my mind. And I would like to talk about it with you. It was the scariest email I ever sent, Um, but we obviously got on the phone and I basically explained to her, look, I I want to be partner with you in this in this uh, this this company. I I want to be co-founder with you. I know you already founded it, but it's early on. I and love that so videos. much.
0: <laughs> I have all these things I love, I love about you. Look at you
1: executing. You're like, I know you have this company and this
0: idea, but this is what I bring to the table. Boom. See, we've come full circle. Knowing what you bring to the table you know, enables you to take that risk and to introduce yourself and say, Hey, why don't we have a conversation about this? Like
1: fucking love it. And to be confident in it, to be confident in it. Like, yes, I was scared. Of course I was scared. <laughs> like this is her, you know, it's, you've already founded this company. Let me come to you and be like, Hey, I have this crazy idea. Do you want right? to partner with me? <laughs> and the fact that she said, yes, I was like, oh, what do I do now? (laughs) But then you go back and you're like, okay, now I need to hustle for this. But, you know, so we, we, so now, you know, fast forward to where we are now, now I'm the co-founder of Bold Women's Society. And it literally is a company that encompasses everything that was, that has been on my mind. It's, you know, we're helping to inspire confidence in women to help them go after goals, to help them go after their dreams, to help release them from these narratives or these barriers or whatever beliefs are blocking them from pursuing yeah. the life that they want and, you know, helping them to create that dream life that they want, right. To create their own version of success. Cause it's basically everything yeah. that I've done. It's what my, 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 the co-founder of Bold Women's Society, Katie Langford has done as well. So we've both manifested that we've lived through it. We've gone through all that development and now we're bringing it to the forefront. And now the grand vision of Bold Women's Society is just a world where every woman apologetically uh, pursues her dreams because she feels confident. She feels yeah. courageous and authentic and she knows who she is, right? And she has a place where she's supported, which yes. comes back to that whole tribe You can have it all. You can have it all. You can have the career. You can have the
0: family and you can live your passion, people. I don't give a shit what people say. You absolutely can. It takes intention. It takes deliberately, you know, planning it out and knowing what's important to you. And letting those balls rotate around you. You're not juggling at all. You're letting them rotate around you because they all matter. They all matter, you know. And I just I love that. I love that um, you know, what you're doing now is supporting women and their careers and all of that, which is you know, so up your alley. It's so all your best, you know, so amazing strengths that that you have to bring to the table. And I I just want to bring it kind of even full circle a little bit more because a year and a half ago, I think it was, uh, you and I had dinner in Dallas when I was, uh, there speaking for an event and I just adore you. You know, I've, I've been lucky enough to work with you now for quite a long time. And, um, we were sitting there and I don't know if you remember this, but I just remember this moment because you were such a seeker at that point, a year and a half ago, where you were really absorbing, everything. You wanted to grow so much. You wanted to, um, become your best self so much. And lots of women listening to this can understand that. Right. Um, we can all be podcast junkies, right. And just listen to 40 podcasts and, you know, like, be like, I want to learn it all. I want to learn it all. And I remember I just looked at you and I was like, how about, <laughs> do you remember what I said? I said, how about you stop learning and start teaching? And you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and a year and a half later, what are you doing?
1: It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think about that moment so much and I laughed to myself, but I'm also super thankful because sometimes it just takes, you know, talking to somebody that-, uh, that, so that Point you out the one thing. <laughs> hearing, hearing them say something back to you. Yeah. It changes everything, right? Yeah. And now I'm living that I'm teaching it day in and And I'm still blown away by the reaction that people have, because like, because I've had such a huge transformation in my mindset and how I feel about things. um, It's hard to believe that other people don't have those tools.
0: Yeah. And it's almost a little bit heartbreaking. You want like the whole world to, to have it, the whole world to know the whole world to know that there's possibility out there. They haven't even thought of yet. There's a path to it. There's a possibility i mean that's that's my daily frustration i think <laughs> it's but it's true because you've lived it right so you've been able to be on both sides of it you know what it's like to want change just desperately want it right like you know there's something else out there um and sometimes you know the guidance or a path there is all it takes just just to kind of put things in motion and girl you've done all the rest,
1: (laughs) and then some, (laughs) even just our, our first coaching call that we ever had together. The one that I won, I didn't have clarity on any of these things, but I knew what kind of life I wanted. Mm -hmm. And you really helped me see Amanda, you don't have to know how you're going to get there. Mm -hmm. None of that matters. You have so much clarity on what you want out of life, the type of life you want that you're going to create it. Just get out of your own damn way. Uh and sometimes
0: it just takes these little breakthroughs. I mean, honestly, either, you know, they're just little tweaks, little little shifts. And it just is like a big puzzle and it all starts to just click into place. And it's, is it not the best feeling in the world? It feels like you're on such a massive high. I don't know, it's it's really crazy. It's I think so many people are searching for control in their life, right? And this is, I think this is really true. I think, you know, especially Us women, because we have lots of different things that we are juggling, like we just really want to control it all, but nothing makes you feel more out of control than trying to force control on everything. But I am telling you, once you understand the HBR method and you start to live it and you start to practice it every single day, you're actually guiding your life. Like, like not, not like, oh, you know, create your life, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. I'm talking like legitimately you're driving it like you're in the driver's seat, you're fucking making decisions. Like it is the, it's the high we're searching for when it comes to control. Don't, wouldn't you agree? Because I think you were, you know, you're so ambitious and all that. So you can probably kind of relate to that. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And something that's so important to hit on too, is I was previously at a place where I thought I had to have all the answers and I thought I could only pick one, Mm -hmm. but now, yes, I know you can have all of the damn things like my corporate career is thriving. You know, we joke about path to CEO. I'm on there. I'm doing uh, it now. I also had have those this.
0: conversations. Yeah. I mean, like it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, having bold women's society on the side, like I would have never thought that I could do those two things at the same time or Great. having a family at the same time. I thought I had to have one or the other. I couldn't have both. And doing uh, this work and, you know, especially working with you too, you help open my eyes to like, Why can you not have both? You can literally have all the things that you want and you know that, Amanda. So why are you not, why do you not see that?
0: Uh, And and just to kind of even bring that full circle and you, I think one of the other things that you've really um, learned or are showing um, is taking care. So mind and body is part of, uh, you know, the the five core areas that I teach. And, you know, last week you're like, I need a self-care weekend, right? And so you took it. (laughs) So many people... Women, we know we need that time what, for whatever it is that we're going through. We need a minute, you know, like we need to take care of us. We need to know that like the office isn't going to fall apart. The dream isn't going to fall apart. The light, our life isn't going to implode if we take, you know, time for whatever it is that we need. And that's massive. So this is what I love. I was actually on a coaching call, um, on transformation bootcamp the other night And I was describing these five categories and how our future board has all of them, right? So we have multiple pictures in all categories. And someone said what lots of people tell me all the time, like, oh shit, that's exciting. But that's also like, gives me the hives. You know, it's like, ah, I have to work at all that all at once. And then our mind kind of goes back to the old school way of, do I have to juggle everything? Do I have to like multitask it all? And no, (laughs) <laughs> that's that's the answer. No, absolutely not. But it's so hard for me to even articulate it. So maybe you can help me out here, girl. Um, but all of those do rotate around us at all times. So they are in our consciousness in a way that is inspiring, not pulling us down as goals do goals. Goals pull us down. Goals are like, you should have, you should have, you should have shame on you. You're not right. This is totally different. This is, I know what my dream mind and body scenario is. So therefore I know I need to go to my bar class every morning and I know I need to listen to my meditations. Those are important to me. So those are in my rotation, right? Every day, it's just the thing. That's part of how I take care of myself, whatever. I also know that, you know, I know what my finance goals are. I know where my abundance dreams are. So I'm open and receptive to following those out and making different choices, you know, all that. So you've been practicing this for quite a while how, (laughs) because like I said, it is hard. It's hard to describe that we can actually work on all of those elements and live a balanced life that is up leveling
1: on all areas. Yeah, truly in all areas, right. And nothing has to sacrifice. You don't have to pick one over the other. Like, as you said, it's, it's revolving. It's always a part of you, you know, and, and it will, even though everything is always a part of you. Yes, it will ebb and flow. Certain mm-hmm. parts will take priority at certain points of your life. And, you know, it'll flow in and out. But as long as you have that clarity on what your life is going, the life that you're creating, it just works. I, I oh, it's to say so this, hard to explain, like, explain, right? It it just <laughs> works. And oh. like when you were talking about, you know, me, you know, last week or the week before that, where I was like, I just need to get away. Previous me would have never done that. And I know that this will resonate with so many women because I just spoke to somebody uh, that's in the Sarah's coaching circle, actually the other day about this. And she was feeling guilty about taking a vacation for herself. And I'm like, look, if if you were not mentally healthy, if you were not showing up as yourself, you're doing nobody a service.
0: Yeah, when did women think that we had to like, literally play the martyr 24 seven in order to like, no, 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 no. I'm telling you like, it, and it's such a beautiful, so not only not only have, you know, you really stepped into the mind and body and taking care of yourself and taking the time that you need unapologetically and coming back stronger and all those things, but like you said, the career is popping. You've had, you know, the best career year of your life. I mean, if we're talking ROI from the work you've done, it's pretty insane, okay? Um, from just a sheer number standpoint, but you built a tribe of women. Okay. So you didn't sacrifice all the relationships in your life to get ahead in your career, which everybody does. I mean, that's how Americans aren't freaking brainwashed to do. They, they're like, okay, if you want financial success and career success, you get nothing else. You get to be a terrible mom. You get to be a terrible friend. You get to be a horrible wife. Like, you know, you don't take care of your body. You have, die of a heart attack at 45. Like this fucking horrible story. Right. And you are proof that that is bullshit. You are proof that you can have those five core categories: mind, body, finance, career, passion, and joy, right? And your hustle, and they can beautifully balance, and you can work on uplifting all of those at the same time.
1: It's Absolutely, and I know I keep I keep coming back to just what it what is the life that you want. How do you want to be? How do you want to show up? Because once you're clear on that dream and your life plan, man, I'll tell you, nothing is standing in my way. My relationships, even outside of my tribe, just my the relationship with my family, my husband, even with the pandemic in the past year, my relationships are stronger now than they have ever been. And it's all correlated. The hustle that I, have you know, with my career, like you were saying, how, how great everything is there but everything else is also great. And that all is just feeding off of each other, you know, financially outside of just financially, like my husband and I, we've had the best financial year we've ever had.
0: Just so amazing. Manifest that girl.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I know I don't ever, I don't ever talk about my money manifestations, but I tell you, I have not paid for a vacation in like three years. Yes, girl. Free flights, free hotels, you know, but all of that, is a part of my hustle. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. And that's, that I think is, you know, if you, like you said, if you can identify what your dream life looks like, guys, and if you don't know how, literally that's why I wrote these two books, okay? (laughs) To give the recipe for how you do that. So if you don't know how, do that and do the homework because that's what it's there for. It's to help you decide if I was given a genie in a bottle and could make my dream life with a snap of my fingers, do I know what that looks like? And most people do not. So if you don't know, that's where you have to start. And, you know, I get that there feels like a disconnect. Oh, I just created this crazy fantasy world in my head that has nothing to do with my real life. That's okay. Because guess what? Your real life is going to start to catch up with it. <laughs> You're proven. We're only two years in girl. Can you imagine what life's going to be like five years from now?
1: Oh, I, Oh, I, I know what it's going to look like. <laughs> yeah, <wrong question. laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I know what it's going to look like. And that's Amen. I, I hit on that so much. Like you don't need to know how you're going to get there. You don't need to th- take money out of the equation. None of that matters. It just matters that what is on your heart. What is the life that you want?
0: Take those opportunities and follow those ideas. Uh, I love this. So gold. I adore you. Thank you so much for all of um, your inspiration today and giving us these great tools because ladies do it. I'm telling you, it is gonna transform your life. You can be in the same spot, Amanda is a year after doing this work. A lot of the, the wins that we talked about are literally three months out from when we did <laughs> most of this work. So like we're talking results, 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 because that's that's all we care about, right? Um, all right, well, thank you so much. Where can everybody learn more about Bold Women's Society and all the great things you're doing and follow your journey?
1: Yeah. So, Bold Women's Society can be found uh, at our website. So, it's just uh, boldwomensociety.com. Made it super easy for everybody. Uh, that's also our Instagram and LinkedIn handle as well. And then, if you just want to follow along with all my fun journeys, you can find me on Instagram at Amanda Cahill, two underscores at the end.
0: Ah, I love it. Thank you so much, Amanda. And everybody, get out there and hustle and thrive.